When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to The Stars Made Me Do It. Happy Aquarius season. You've got Sierra and Mimi here. We are talking about Venus and Aquarius. We are continuing our vision. Our vision. Oh my God. Our vision. Our our vision for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Our Venus season. Yes. And yeah, here we go. You know what? Aquarius is a popular sign. Like I was looking back at our stats for like episodes and stuff and like these Venus episodes have been really popular. And I mean, our Scorpio moon episode cannot be topped. Like y'all Scorpio (laughs) moons need to hear about your Scorpio moon, but Aquarius moon is a close second. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know, it's Aquarius season is is an interesting time. Aquarius is an interesting sign. Very much <laughs> I, so. Yeah. I I mean, I'm married to an Aquarius. I've got lots of Aquarius energy around me. And I don't know, how do you feel during Aquarius season or about Aquarius energy in general? You know, I think personally, out of all the signs, Aquarius is one that I do struggle with. Um, on like I'm on the higher end of struggling with that one, but I connect to it a lot. I think I struggle with it because I connect it to myself a lot in aspects of myself that I maybe struggle with. Like, so I'm a Leo rising. So Aquarius is on my seventh house and I've been sitting with the descendant, you know, if the rising is how you approach the world and how people see you, um, you know, the seventh house is how you approach people and how you see the people in your life. Um, and I don't know particularly how I feel about Aquarius season. I know that it's been a time of connecting and feeling safe to put myself out there and to make connections with other people. And I feel a little bit more extroverted during that time. But there's also that theme of belonging that comes with Aquarius, which is why I think that the Aquarius moon episode is so popular because people want to feel understood or feel like they belong or that they have a place, especially with that Aquarius moon placement. So yeah, I mean, it's such a connector, right? Such a networker. It like has the drive and excitement of connecting people to each other, of connecting themselves to other people, of seeing how all of these different eclectic, quirky personalities all make up the world that we live in. That's how I really see Aquarius and kind of one of my biggest points about Venus and Aquarius because Venus is such a relational planet. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't even know how I normally relate to Aquarius season. I I have Aquarius intercepted in my chart and I'm, I'm exploring it more and more now as I feel like it's becoming more and more externalized in my life. And I do know, like, so I don't know, I feel like Aquarius season in itself seems to just kind of pass me by, but Mm -hmm. last year I noticed it more than I had in the past, but Aquarius energy, I mean, I have always always vibed with Aquarius energy so much so that I married one but like I really I really love the complete just doesn't give a shit energy in a Mm -hmm. genuine way because they're so you know curious and almost like experimental that there's no space in their life to almost be embarrassed or you know wonder what other people are thinking of them in in the ways in which many of us do and they're just Mm -hmm. silly 
there's such a silliness to them where there's there's a seriousness to Aquarius too but because maybe wacky like you know there's just yeah I think a little quirky you know quirky. they have their quirks like they're specific they they are niche yeah yeah exactly and and the Aquarius energy of really connecting people together and and finding a different way of doing things, an unconventional way of doing things, not doing things just because everybody else is doing them, and also questioning things. They're very mm -hmm. much the questioning authority type and not just yeah. following the rules because the rules are there. And as somebody who is a pretty big rule follower, but you know, I that that could make me uncomfortable but i also i really appreciate it because i i hope to at least follow the rules because i agree with the rules and because the rules make sense and i like yeah. that aquarius brings the the questioning element to to things that are just you know we might look past them because they've always been that way that's something that i do relate to about aquarius being on my seventh house i feel like i never assume that somebody is right. I mean, that's also my Aries. I'm like, mm, but you could also be wrong. <laughs> but I think that my Aquarius seventh house, I do, I do, I'm a challenger. Like I do like to challenge people and challenge their thoughts. And if people are, you know, taking action or saying things based off of things they assume are right, simply because they've been said for so long or done for so long, I do like to challenge be like, why do you specifically choose to do that? Like, ha mm -hmm. has that been a conscious choice or do you just do it because that's what you think you're supposed to do. And I, I do appreciate Aquarius for that. I think the um, not giving a shit about what other people think is really fantastic, but in some ways it can also um, come across as not sparing anybody's feelings and like, well, for feelings sure. aren't part of the equation. I'm here to do social experiments and to learn about people and their, and their psychology and why they do the things they do and how they contribute and sometimes forgetting to add emotion into the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Aquarius, like we've said many times, like they are, well, they're the water bearer. They're the ones that are yeah. pouring out the water. They are removed from the water. They are not flowing in it. And they have this really cool perspective of all of the water and emotions and how things are flowing. But because they're not a part of it, they that that can come across as being detached because they really yeah. are detached from it and so yeah. that is a very cool perspective having an aquarius moon mom you know i really mm. get that you know how she always brought perspective to hard situations but there's also you know a, a time and a place for being inside that water being poured out and needing right. to feel through the things and so that's something that you know maybe depending on all the other placements you know for an aquarius or an aquarius venus you know experiencing the flow of being in the watery emotions but what they bring to the table is the perspective of hey this this isn't gonna last forever or hey this isn't that big in the grand scheme of things or hey this is what i'm seeing from over here so it, it yeah. they do bring a very cool perspective that can sometimes be detached but can also sometimes be refreshing mm, yeah so we're going to get into it more, but quick plug, go check us out on Instagram at the stars made me podcast, TikTok at the stars made me podcast and patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. Uh, we also have a Venus questionnaire for this Venus season. So if you haven't filled it out yet, please do. We're pulling data from you guys, from listeners, from friends, family, anybody who wants to contribute about Venus and how it shows up in your life. So you can find that on our Instagram bio as well. And if you're new here, because you are listening to the Venus seasons, we have a Mercury season for every Mercury sign that's already out, a, a moon episode for all the moons, a sun episode for mm -hmm. all the suns. So go and check those out too. Yeah. So if you're an well, Aquarius Venus on a Scorpio moon, boy, we got you covered. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, just a quick reminder, Aquarius is a fixed sign and an air sign, which makes it quite unique because air is so unfixed. It's so in its nature. It's so moving and fixed is so unmovable. And yeah. then Venus is the planet that rules relationships, finances, self-worth, our sense of creativity, and also our, our means of relating to others, you know, how we connect and, and also nurture our relationships. Yeah, I always see it like as the giving and how we give and receive love too. There's so <laughs> there's so many pieces to that puzzle, but I think Venus can really show us how we 
feel loved and how we show our love to the people in our life. Yeah. Just like Venus and Aquarius thoughts in general, I feel like the big one for Venus and Aquarius is friendship. I am married mm -hmm. to someone who has a Venus. He, he is an Aquarius and his Venus is an Aquarius. So got double Aquarius going on there. And yeah. even before having been in a relationship with him, I would just like, you know, or if I didn't have that as my, my base, cause I really do. I very much know what it's like to be in a relationship with a Venus and Aquarius, but I, I think that friendship just comes down to it so much because Aquarius energy is people energy. It's the humanitarian mm -hmm. energy. And it is relating to somebody on a human level, wanting to know the human behind somebody. So it's so much, you know, in that detached way we mentioned, where it could, if you think about Venus and relationships and the romance and all of like the feelings part of it, that's not necessarily what you think of when you think of all those Aquarius traits. But what you do get with Aquarius is just such a, devoted friend because the friendship mm -hmm. element is that's what all the human stuff is made up of it's like the relating to people and so i've i think that the aquarius venus which actually is funny too because it's my mom as well she's also an aquarius venus like i just feel like the person that you if you choose to spend your life in a partnership with someone i think that it really has to be uh when it comes down to everything we are friends and mm -hmm. And I actually, you know, I'm just thinking right now, because I did talk to my husband about this a while back, and and he made a comment about how he never wanted to, he would never be in a relationship with one of his friends. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, but hold, hold on, what do you mean? Because I would think an Aquarius, Aquarius Venus, would, that's how you would find your person, is being friends mm. first, and then going into a relationship. And he was like, no, because I wouldn't want to risk the friendship if it didn't work out. Yeah. And that's something that, and then of course I like pushed it. I'm like, but what if you and I were friends before? And he was like, well, I would have <laughs> risked course, it if possibly. it was you, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But honestly, had that to, was huge though. That <laughs> that's huge though to think of if, if you are, you know, if it is a friend situation and Aquarius Venus is willing to risk it, that is a big yeah. deal because they value friendship so much. Yeah, that's where you really see their fixed energy. Like air is always a very social element, but that fixed is like, but I'm very loyal to the people that I've chosen. And Aquarius being such an analytical sign, it has, it, it's almost like having a mental, an, a subconscious pros and cons list of why this person is a good friend versus do I really want to keep this person in my life as a friend? And once they've gone on that pros list, they're there forever. You know, it's like yeah. very much a, nope, I made this decision based off of a lot of information that I gathered. And this friend can be added to my collection of friends, because that's what I think Aquarius really does too, is it collects connections because it is such a networker. I mean, Aquarius rules the internet, right? Where we connect yeah. to people who we never would have connected to without it. And similarly, it's kind of interesting to think about Venus and Aquarius in the modern age and how they are likely to find their partner through online means, which in your <laughs> husband's case was actually yes. was how it happened. So yeah. there's almost this like removal from the in-person connection that works for a Venus and Aquarius. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's really interesting because, again, from that removal perspective, my other big thought on Venus and Aquarius is the independent factor. Yeah, because I'm I'm a Sag Venus. And so my like Sagittarius Sun, Sagittarius Venus self being in a relationship with an Aquarius Sun and Venus vibes really well because we both really need to be independent. And whereas yeah. I need like full freedom, he, you know, he needs like a and in it's independence and freedom are like overlap in many ways. And I will say for many uh, just Aquarius energy in general, much Aquarius energy in general, there's a real need to peace the fuck out. Yes. There is a need to be like, I I know that we were hanging out um, every day last week, but I'm gonna be gone for two weeks because I've been around people too much and I need to go and be in my own thoughts. And it's not even really a conscious choice. That is something that I have seen with Aquarius energy so much is the, wait, where'd they go? And suddenly they're gone. And then they slowly come back when they're ready to be around people again. And there is this. Yeah, because 
Aquarius is a very social sign, but it also, they're so on when they're with other people, but mm -hmm. it, it's like, I don't know if they're really introverted or extroverted because they do put their energy outside of themselves. But I think because they commit so much to, you know, it depends. There can be an introverted Aquarius or there could be an extroverted Aquarius because there's also that Aquarius that doesn't quite feel like it belongs and it's way too much energy to try and uh, relate to everybody else. And there's sort of that exhaustion that comes from that. But there's also the side of Aquarius that is extremely social and wants to connect and is very excitable around other people. But then, you know, at the end of the day, it goes, man, I really need my alone time. Yes. Yes. And, and I think that there's something so mental about Aquarius, again, with that air energy, that they have to take time to process things. You know, mm -hmm. Venus is all about the, you know, relationships and the and that creativity. And again, like we've got feelings going on there, even though I know that comes in with the moon, but we've, you know, it's such a love sign. But Aquarius energy is so brain space that when they need they need to process things mentally they need to process things logically and in order to process things they need to most of the time do that on their own that's a a calculating kind of process time yeah. that happens and they really need space in order to do that i think that even if you are an extroverted aquarius or extroverted aquarius venus you really need to take intentional time and space in order to kind of filter through all the things that you're thinking and all the things that you're feeling and one thing that i think is huge is you know, it could depend on all the other placements if they've got heavy cancer placements or I don't know, maybe Pisces placements are really wanting to, you know, stick with their partner all the time. But I mm -hmm. really think that an Aquarius Venus needs to not feel obligated to be around their partner all the time. Mm -hmm. And that was one thing that was huge for my partner saying that, you know, it means so much to him that basically we can both do our own things. And yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that we want to all the time because we enjoy spending time together. But like, I am not going to be like, wait, 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 can I come with you? Can I do this? I want to do this. Like, wait, why are you doing that without me? There's and sometimes, you know, it's not even a question. Obviously, we're There's doing also no together. shame in doing that if somebody else's relationship works that way. Just in oh case anybody heard that and they were like, I do that and they felt bad. So no, no, it's more that for him, that's too much for him. And yeah. and and he was expecting that in relationships or, you know, that could be something that is is like common in relationships. And I I'm like, OK, have fun. You know, I'm going to yeah. do my own thing then. And yeah. that is what an Aquarius Venus, whether or not you do want to spend all your time with your partner or not, knowing that if you wanted to do something on your own, you wouldn't feel that you would, I don't, I feel like clingy energy is the exact mm -hmm. opposite of what Aquarius Venus ick. wants. It's an it's ick a for big Venus ick. and Aquarius. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's a lot on relationships, but financially also, if you have Venus and Aquarius, look at your Uranus because it is the ruler of this Venus sign or also um, Saturn. But uh, really starting with Uranus, I think is important to look at, you know, maybe where you meet your partner, where your relationship thrives, um, and also how you make your money, uh, how you're creative. I think Venus and Aquarius is creative in whatever way they have hyper fixated on in that moment. You know, like mm. they're like, oh, this month, this is my creative activity. And it's also something very um, typically quite niche. Like if we're talking about the archetype of Aquarius, it's something that only they would have come up with. Or even if it is something that a lot of people are doing, it's very different in their own way. Like it feels very different for them. They create from yeah. a place of real authentic, similar to Leo, because it is the same spectrum there. Like they're creating from a, from an authentic need to express what, what they're feeling or what they're experiencing. Yeah. And also just like how you said to look to Uranus for the, because that's the ruler of Aquarius. I also definitely recommend paying extra attention to what house, I mean, always what yeah. house your Venus is in, but just thinking of my Aquarius Venus partner, who's got his Venus in the fourth house, I would mm -hmm. say he's a lot 
more, you know, there's that watery energy. He definitely has that influence on that Aquarius Venus that I think if you were to have an Aquarius Venus in an air house or maybe in a firehouse, Mm -hmm. it would show up in a completely different way. And so that's just another reminder too, because we do say that, you know, Aquarius Venus tends to be more removed, aloof. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then I, I would not say that's the case for my partner because because you put that venus in the fourth house there's a commitment to home and family life and domesticity exactly yeah Yeah. but yeah with the finances and with creativity i mean i just feel like the world is your oyster with uh, aquarius venus in very yeah uh, almost un under the radar ways both i'm thinking of my mom as well my mom is so creative but it's almost sneaky you know it's almost like you wouldn't quite notice it right away until they're in their own world doing their own thing and then you're like wow (laughs) what what did you just come up with i almost Mm. don't feel like like aquarius venus leads with by creativity i think we said this you know many times but so so often we think of creativity meaning artistic and mm-hmm. creativity has so there's so much more that goes into it and i think that aquarius venus can be exceptionally creative in coming up with in their thinking process and in their you know finding a different solution or not even realizing that they're just coming at something from a different perspective and so they're offering mm-hmm. up an entirely new way of seeing something yeah yeah Welcome back to please don't skip this ad for our awesome Patreon group. (laughs) We would love to have you guys as a part of our community. We are chatting with people on our discord. We have a whole second podcast over there and it's a really, really good time. Yeah, if you like the vibe of The Stars Made Me Do It, you'll definitely love Transits and Tangents, which you can find on Spotify and sign up through Spotify. It takes you directly to Patreon. There are three tiers that you can choose from. You could be a pop star for just three bucks. It's basically a cheap diner coffee where you just get access to the Discord community and you can chat with us at any point. We're there day and night. It's a lot. And then you can get episodes five days early every week too. So you can hear the episodes that come out on Sunday on Tuesday every week. And then you can also just support the firestorm, which we would love. Our second tier is the rock stars for six bucks. Consider this like a Starbucks coffee. Again, you can join us on discord. You get early access, but you also get exclusive episodes every other week. So you get 50% access to all of the second podcast. And then our last tier, the third tier, it's our superstars, the most popular. It's only nine bucks a month. This is like your favorite local coffee house with all the bells and whistles. You get the discord, you get early access and you get a hundred percent of the exclusive episodes every week. You can also guest on an episode if you want. Uh, where we do some analysis, which we're basically talking about on Discord all the time anyway. We have such a fun Discord community, such a fun Patreon community. It is really like all the all the behind the scenes chat that we get to do. We talk about fun, different analysis that maybe we'll do one day on the podcast. But we also get to know you. And that way, when we're going mm-hmm. over the transits of the week and we're talking about the astrological weather report, it's not just about us, it's about you. And so if you're interested in how the planets are actually affecting you on a personal level, then this is really the place to join us. Also, we just, <laughs> it's a lot of chatty good times and it's a little, it's a little more silly and so we got super education of what's going on and we have silly get to know us really like we're a community over there so check us out we'd love to have you and we do have free trial going on if you'd like to dabble and see what it's like yeah seven days free trial so go join us on patreon.com slash the stars made me do it and now back to the show Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
going back into finances too, this is a sign that it's like, you could literally make your money in whatever way like this. That's the thing about Aquarius too, is there's that unpredictability factor too. So when it comes to how you make your finances, it might not be like a super conventional way. And actually talking about convention, um, this is something I found really interesting out of the celebrities that I pulled up. I, I mean, most of the ones that we'll name are ones that are well known, but there were so many that were not massive A-list celebrities. And I think that speaks on not trying to just play the system, but actually yes. creating art for the sake of creating art, not to be famous or rich, you know, kind of mm. thing, which is very Aquarian in its nature. So those finances, like you do something because, or finances, self-worth, creativity, you do something because you actually believe in it and they're very high morals there. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about, and that comes back to that humanitarian nature too. Like yeah. I'm doing it because it's good to do it. And and that's where we see that Leo Aquarius axis that we've talked about many times, but archetypically Leo is the one that wants to be in the spotlight. And archetypically uh, Aquarius is the one that doesn't care about being in the spotlight. They care about doing something for the greater good. And we yeah. can, we can get into ego talk. At but a also time. there's a little bit of yeah. ego there. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, but that's exactly that goes along with what you just said, though, they're not necessarily trying to do it for the spotlight purpose, they are creating what they're creating, because they have a need and a desire to create it. Yeah, I believe in it. Should we get into some of our references? Let's do it. So we have our friend Isabel M. Hickey with Astrology of Cosmic Science. And for Venus and Aquarius, she said that Venus and Aquarius is cool, calm, collected and detached. And yep. I feel like I would agree with that statement. <laughs> yeah. Although calm, I don't know. Like they're kind of a frenetic energy. Yeah. I think that they can be I mean, I maybe I'm biased because my my husband's got so much Gemini energy too. I'm like, yeah, calm I don't know, but yeah. I do think that Aquarius energy has that ability to shut off the the feelings part of it when we need to be logical, and that can be considered calm because we're just approaching things logically. Yeah. But I will definitely agree with detached, as we have said before, For and sure. we also have here that this Venus can function well in friendships with acquaintances and in groups. But when it comes to the personal equation, she, she does not do very well. And that, mm. you know, it's like <laughs> the, the whole Aquarius energy of like a people person that doesn't like people, you know, yeah. it's exactly that where they love human, like humanity, but not, but people. intimacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so this is being Venus that can be very, um, I don't want to say it can be challenging, but I think it can come across as not what we expect Venus Venusian energy to come across as because there is such that logical, airy, intellectual energy mm -hmm. behind it. Yeah. And we also have that Venus in Aquarius finds it very difficult to understand the emotionally oriented for she strains her feelings through her mind stuff. She has clear cut <laughs> mind, but icy and cold emotions. I mm. wouldn't say that Aquarius Venus has icy and cold emotions, but I would say that there could be a difficulty understanding the emotionally oriented. I'm just thinking of, you know, very watery energy versus this very air energy and i think yeah. that because aquarius has this a very cool way of seeing this perspective of pouring that water at a distance they really don't understand what it's like to be in that water and so that detached nature like we talked about and you know having a hard time like why are you wallowing in these feelings why are you letting these feelings take over why are why are these feelings so big you know why are you why is this ever well there's so much yeah. of it and and that is could be really hard to understand when you are so far removed from it. Yeah. I mean, I think like the moon is how we feel through our feelings, but the Venus sign is how we embody the feelings that are coming through. And I think that's why I struggled with calm in that first quote from this reference, because I think Aquarius, when they are emotional, they don't recognize they're being emotional and they spew 
their feelings in what they think are facts or mm. in statements when, you know, to someone who has like maybe a lot of water replacements, they recognize that somebody that they're communicating feelings, but they don't know that they're communicating feelings. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think when Aquarius is or Aquarius placements or especially Venus and Aquarius is going through an, a particularly emotional time and doesn't have the exact perfect tools to process that emotion, that calmness, that filter of calm is not is not working properly. I almost feel like the there's something again about that removed and ego energy that we mentioned too is that you know not understanding like what's the you know why why are you taking up so much space with these emotions like why are you you know feeling all these things like it's, hey just it's, put those away and yeah then won't be a problem. exactly there's because they don't process things in that way and I almost can feel that as being that kind of not understanding the purpose and the the need for mm -hmm. others to express in big ways and to feel big feels and maybe they don't need to do that I, I don't think Aquarius Venus Aquarius energy in general needs to feel and express in those mm -hmm. big ways but yeah. that's something that you know we can all under we can all come to understand from an outside perspective and also it could really benefit that aquarius energy to understand that some people really do that's that's their functioning and yeah. it's just so it's so different yeah 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 and they also just have a, a larger perspective and i think that like you know we get into a uh pattern of speaking about aquarius because archetypically yeah they're not emotional they're they're separated from it but you know, there are emotional Aquarius placements out there and the way that they handle them can be very mature in that they have this bigger perspective and understand, oh, you know what, this thing isn't going to affect me in the big picture, which is what they value anyway, right? So I'm going to let this brush off and I'm not going to hold it on. And for them, that's such a skill like that's so empowering that they have the choice to not hold on to it. They have the choice to say, uh, I have bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Yeah. I think that as always, those, you know, those signs that express and feel everything really big and dramatic and all encompassing. And then the signs that don't at all, where it's much more mental processing and, you know, mm -hmm. internal and grounding is that that's how it's supposed to be for that person. And yeah. I think that often a part of the reason why Aquarius energy gets, you know, labeled as the weirdo, which, you know, I'm married to quite a weirdo and I love him very much, but like, you know, is because this is not the quote unquote typical way that we see processing emotion and Aquarius, or again, this is Venus. So it's not fully emotion like the moon is, but what like giving and receiving love, let's say, is not going to be the same way as somebody who is always, you know, having these feelings and emotions on such a, a louder scale. And so the way in which a, a an Aquarius Venus loves the people in their lives is not any more or less than somebody yeah. else. It's just expressed differently. It's expressed in much more of that mental way because they are such a brain, you know, and like intellectual processing energy. It's just going to look different. Yeah. 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 And so the last quote here from Isabel M. Hickey is that Aquarius Venus could be righteous, ethical, and correct, but lacking in lovingness and understanding. And this just goes for what I was just saying. I don't think it's lacking in lovingness. I think it's being expressed in a different way than what we... Differently, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But righteous, ethical, I would say those are words that do go along with Aquarius energy yeah. because of that seeing the bigger picture, being very righteous about this is how, you know, I can see yeah. the larger thing. This is how things should be unethical because they are trying to do things for the greater good. Yeah, for sure. It's like if someone is having a problem, I don't know, the Aquarius perspective is, uh, well, we can sacrifice one for the good of the many. Yeah, yeah. All right. So our next reference is Alice Sparkly Cat. Thank you for this article. We have got 
this is the shifting Venus. It's a Venus that pops towards you and then away again. Venus in Aquarius is unpredictable. Venus in Aquarius is there with you reading all the books that you do and knows everything about your bedtime routine. And then as suddenly as a light switch, Venus in Aquarius disappears. It's turned towards something else. That's interesting. I would agree with that. It's a <laughs> Aquarius is like fixed until it isn't because it's air, you yeah. know? And, and so there is such a, we're doing things this way. This is the way we do things. This is it. I am fixed. And then that Uranian sudden, like impulsive bolt of something and it's something else. And that's mm -hmm. the way in which I think that Aquarius, you know, they it changes will, gears. It's exactly, it changes gears. And that's the whole needing to peace out that I mentioned before, where, yeah. you know, where I'm hanging out with friends every day, we're all, and then wait, we haven't heard from him in a month. Where'd he go? Yeah. Because the gears shifted. And then you shifted. throw in a Pisces sun there and. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> So we also have the loving Venus in Aquarius is about loving someone who changes their mind mid-sentence. Well, there you go. There it is. It's loving someone who spends three months with you glued to the hip and then lost for weeks at a stretch. So basically, exactly what I just said. It's like a stray cat. <laughs> Very stray cat energy. Yeah. Yeah. And lovingly. <laughs> for sure. One of the most understated parts of Venus in Aquarius is its tendency to help. This is an incredibly helpful Venus. It's a Venus that shows up to be a friend, not because anyone is counting on them, but because no one knows how to. Venus in Aquarius makes the time to come help you again, not because of duty or obligation, but because of their own ethics. Yeah. And that goes back to doing something because they believe in it rather than because, you know, they're just doing what the system told them to do. Yeah, it's. I don't feel like the Venus in Aquarius is the, you know, following the conventional holidays of like, you know, I'm not just going to get you roses on Valentine's Day because it's Valentine's Day. Or it right. could show up as I'm getting you roses on Valentine's Day because I think that that's what people do, right? Like I'm yeah, trying exactly. to relate. That's romantic, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... This is a Venus that is full of contradictions. Venus in Aquarius is a strict Venus. It does not allow the bending of ethics that they have worked to understand. Venus in Aquarius is a tremendously helpful Venus, and yet it balks at the concept of anyone knowing just how much they care. Venus in Aquarius stays in relationships for decades and for entire lifetimes, and yet it's a Venus that freaks out a bit if they consider the prospect of having to stay somewhere for more than 12 months at a time. Yeah. Full of contradictions. Yeah, there's such a commitment, but there's like a, but don't make me commit to the commitment. I've already committed, but don't make me say it. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Isn't being committed enough? Do I have to say it out loud? Do I have to prove it? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're Sierra, we don't know, yes. <laughs> friend. Yeah. No, I, right. I really, I really will say that though for Aquarius Venus is that because that expression of you know romance and and love is not in a quote-unquote typical way that to them it really is enough it's you know i mm -hmm. am committed so you should just know that and almost like be grateful for it because yeah. here i am committed and then there is you know i have i have such a mix of conventional and unconventional but i have a lot of conventional like energy in me and I am someone who I'm like, no, I, I recognize that your actions suggest <laughs> that you are going to commit. So why can't you just say it? Why can't you just, you know, declare it? Yeah. Why can't we, you know, make that yeah. an official thing? And so there is that need to understand that Aquarius shows it in different ways. And there is that Aquarius need to understand that others need to have that statement. Others need to have that, I don't know, more concrete uh, assurance in those ways too. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, loving Venus and Aquarius is hilarious. It's about loving someone who is so awkward that they don't know how to be awkward. It's about loving someone for real, about loving someone who has no idea how to put on even the slightest pretense about who they are. It's loving someone who calls for you when you least expect it and runs for the door when you are sure they would stay, not because they have any kind of motive, but because they're figuring out how to be around people for the first time all the time. <laughs> I loved that line, like figuring out That's how to be around Sheldon people. <laughs> from the Big Bang Theory. That's like for really, sure. This is giving me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's 
I mean, when I think of Aquarius energy versus Pisces energy, it's the Aquarius is the alien who's living on earth and Pisces is the human who's not living on earth. And so yes. I think that that's, that's the energy that I always bring to just Aquarius is they're discovering how humans do things <laughs> and yeah. they love humans, but they're not quite sure how to be one fully and they're <laughs> learning. And they're also bringing a very cool perspective to the rest of us because it's almost like I'm thinking, I can't remember what it's called, but there's those um, kind of like comics that are the aliens that are um, oh they're very, like Nathan blue and pink. Pyle. Yeah. Yeah. I love his that stuff, yes. that feels so aquarius energy where they're like petting the cat and it's like it's making a noise that means it's working you know <laughs> yes yes <laughs> that oh God, feels like you know a very aquarius venus like discovery of how people do things yes yeah all right and then we've got this list of celebrities some of which are very well known um well known for their humanitarian efforts which is very cool um yeah. we've got rashida jones oprah winfrey how's that for very people oriented john ham and harry styles which harry styles has been a big advocate for the lgbtq community as well or just yeah. you know gender neutrality yeah we have timothy chalamet olivia wilde bruce willis and mm -hmm. Ashton Kutcher, which he yeah. has also humanitarian energy for sure. Yeah, for sure. Jared Leto, T. Swift, Steve Buscemi, Patrick Dempsey, Paris Hilton, classic activist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Bill Nye, Allison Hannigan, Yoko Ono, and Kirstie Alley. Yeah, and so I just feel like a lot of these, like while they are well-known names, they're well known for being themselves even like I feel like Steve Buscemi plays Steve Buscemi Bruce Willis plays Bruce Willis like yes. Yoko Ono is so well known for you know making the choices that she made and like same with Harry Styles Oprah Winfrey like all these people are so well known for speaking their voice I love how you put that they are known for themselves like yeah these people don't play characters they play themselves in different roles yeah so and then back to the questionnaire data. This is the um, questionnaire that I mentioned at the beginning. So if you want to contribute, feel free to go to our Instagram bio. It's at the Stars Made Me podcast, and you can fill it out with your Venus information. So top relationship values. This is fascinating because it is so on brand. Intelligence was their top relationship value, like so the stimulation good. of the mind. Ah, oh, so good. I like. I asked uh, my husband to take the quiz and then I was like, wait, what did you answer? Tell me what you answered. And he went over it and he was like, oh, I'm trying to remember my top three. I know it was intelligence. <laughs> I was like, yeah. of course it was. And also like, yep. thank you. You must think I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. I just, and it's so on brand. I love it. It totally is. Um, up next, but not even nearly as close. Like intelligence was double the next top two ones are honesty and humor. Love it someone and and the relationship values question is mark up to three someone ticked literally all of them except ambition so i'm like <laughs> what happened who hurt you <laughs> like, you don't try things, to do not anything just let yeah. me do it oh my god <laughs> yeah love language we got quality time as the winner which i thought was really fascinating because that i think is like i just want to spend good time with you and that feels so on point. Like if I can just be in the same room as you and it be quality, that's great. And there's something so human connection about that as well, because I know that that's my husband's um, love language too. And it's it baffles me sometimes where I'm like, you really are okay with slowing down your entire bike ride just for me to be there with you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, but I don't, I don't care about that. I just want to share the experience. Yeah. And for my ambitious ass, I'm like, if you're slowing me down doing something, I'm going to get frustrated. And yeah. for him, it's so genuine of like, I want to enjoy this activity with you. That's the whole purpose of it. And I yeah. feel that Aquarius, that Aquarius energy, it's so there because it's the human part again. And it's the appreciating something because you get to share it with another person. And it, it doesn't have to be in the 
I don't know, the romance way that we're like maybe thinking of, but just literally the experience, having another person there to witness something, to be part of something, to share a memory with something yeah. is so, uh, it feels so Aquarius to me in such a great way. Yeah. Um, we did have someone put in physical touch, which was kind of off brand, but then we had another person who said quality time and definitely not physical touch. So they kind of zeroed out. <laughs> That's really funny. That that goes back to the, what house is your, um, yes, yeah. you know, Venus, because I know I would say my husband's second one is physical touch and that makes sense right. having a fourth house Venus. So feel, you know, look into those things as well. Yeah. What they're most likely to splurge on we got some interesting answers um classic food but electronics books and we got some travel there which really would fit like obviously archetype of sag sun aquarius venus yeah. but i liked books and electronics because it was like such stimulation of the mind yes yes oh i love that core values just in general we've got integrity and honest slash truth coming in at top answers which is super ethical right really yep. tied to ethics yeah a couple of uh named ones i really liked which was social justice and then someone put in that everyone is equal and so very much like that humanitarian energy coming through it's just so good it's just so on point <laughs> yeah i mean yeah we got someone who put friends we got freedom someone put in their core value with yummy food so you know what my taurus placements appreciated that thank you mm -hmm. creative activities top answer is music i love that because there's so many different kinds of music and i could see a venus and aquarius having their very specific kinds of music that they like that and also that being a good um channel for feeling yes. through whatever they're experiencing <gasps> That is such a good point. It's also music has a way of being um, emotional, but also mathematical. And I love mm -hmm. that there's so, yeah, you know, exactly because you can, I am not that type of musical person. I am the more like feeling into it and we'll memorize it, but I applying all of the like, you know, the actual rules and logic behind the different scales and the different yeah. keys and all those things. But for such a logical mind to be express yourself creatively in music, if you can understand all those, you know, the, the math behind the music, that is very, very cool. Mm -hmm. And we had some musicians too. We've got, you know, Harry Styles and Taylor Swift yeah. on, you know, on this list of celebrities and, and they are both singer songwriters that are writing and creating their own music. You know, it's not yeah. just one or the other. So that, that goes along with that so well. Yeah. Some other answers I liked were smoking weed and good conversations, getting them feeling creative, <laughs> very, again, on point. For overindulging, it was a three-way tie between food, weed, and sex. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> that's, that's really funny. The three-way tie. Wow. Yeah, like to overindulge in those things. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The curious. weed, okay. like definitely Aquarius. I mean, I think of Aquarius sort of similarly as Sagittarius as being a philosopher, like loving to have topics to bounce off of with other people and to talk about really big, meaningful topics with others. And I can see that being a very good activity to go along with smoking a bowl. <laughs> Yeah. And I also will say for um, a sign that is constantly in their headspace, mm -hmm. that would be a great way to like relieve stress. Yeah. 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 There's style slash aesthetic. I was, I was curious about this. We've got a winner by far is casual chill. Um, I'm wondering how much COVID has affected like our style aesthetic <laughs> being as identifying as as it used to be because i think so many of us now are like i'm gonna be casual chill but in my own way yes um, me matching so many different colors and prints now mm -hmm. and i feel like yeah aquarius i don't know i mean it kind of gives billy eilish energy i think with um the casual chill i feel like it's baggy but it's a statement i don't know i think that aquarius energy they are trendsetters in the um I'm doing it because I like it and it might be a little weird. And then suddenly other people are doing it because it hasn't been thought of before. Yes. But at the same time, I don't think in many cases, I wouldn't put Aquarius Venus as being a like aesthetically, I don't know, dressing as being the priority 
it seems yeah, like agree. there's something there are more important things at hand. Exactly. So that casual chill is like, I want it to represent me, but almost like if I put in, it's like, that's not the thing I'm going to put in the most effort to. So the casual chill feels like it, it can represent me and not be something I have to think too much about. Yeah, for sure. And then extra notes that people put in, these were really interesting. I tend to like the underdog, which is so Aquarian and supporting oh, yeah. the one who isn't expected to win. Um, someone put, I need a lot of alone time. I can be standoffish and don't always want affection. So that kind of goes back to that love language. Someone put, I like nerdy, tall, blonde women. All right. Someone also mentioned trust issues, which I thought that was interesting for, um, Venus and Aquarius. Like that kind of goes back to the filter through which Aquarius allows mm. people into their lives. There's an element of, can I trust you? Because once I deem you trustable, you're, you're in and yeah. that's a commitment that I mentally have to make. Yeah, because as much as this is a fixed air sign and air has just a, you know, changeable, like more flowy nature to it, mm -hmm. any any fixed sign that has to make big changes, that is hard. You know, it is hard yeah. to have big changes. And, and if you have to especially because Aquarius being such a, you know, appreciator of people to have to change your thoughts and opinions and interactions with somebody who you thought was categorized as this person in your life. That yeah. is hard. Yeah. Like, okay, now I have to make the, go through the, the hoops to change yeah. that mentally. Yeah, exactly. So there you have it. That's everything on Venus and Aquarius. Wow. That's fascinating. It's really, I love these episodes. I love learning more about this and, and yeah, like seeing, exploring it. yeah, exploring it and seeing the lens in which, you know, Aquarius Venus sees the world. And also, um, we'll have to, you know, if you did hear our ad before about Patreon, definitely check it out. If you didn't still check it out because yep. there will be, you know, a time where Venus in present day, you know, moment will move into Aquarius and we mm -hmm. will be feeling that as a collective. And so even if you don't have your Venus in Aquarius or have somebody in your life with Venus in Aquarius, that's something that happens once a year, you know, where yeah, we we're collectively gonna... feel. Yeah. Exactly. Or once every 18 months. Yeah. 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 So we, we will, feel that influence of the Aquarius Venus energy when it is in Aquarius. So that's just a, you know, a neat thing to think of that just global influence that that Aquarius Venus is going to give us too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been lovely. Thanks for everyone sharing your data and definitely check that out if you haven't <laughs> Said yet. in the most Aquarian way. Thank, Thank you for you sharing, for your, sharing data. your data. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Mimi, why did we talk about Aquarius Venus today? Because the stars made us do it. <laughs>